Welcome to the Genuine Admissions Podcast, where we talk to members across our community about all things Loomis. My name is Amy Thompson. I'm the Dean of Enrollment, and I am also your podcast host. Hello, this is Amy Thompson, and I am really excited to be here today with three of our day student parents on Genuine Admissions. Thank you so much for joining us, audience, and thank you so much, Holly, Tina, and Ken, for joining us today to talk about your experience as a parent at Loomis Chafee. Some of the topics today are going to be specific to the day student experience, but we anticipate that this conversation is going to be helpful for any any family who is looking at Loomis just to learn a little bit more about the community and what it has done for our collective children, of which I believe there are nine. We have nine, I think, children between Who's all the overachiever? of us. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> and one alum, I should also say. So, um, so this is going to be a great conversation. So thank you again for, for joining me today. So first, I would just like to um, kick it around so everybody can introduce themselves, talk a little bit about their children, and then we'll get going. So Holly, would you like to start? Sure. Uh, my name is Holly Howley, and my family and I are from Glastonbury, Connecticut, which is about 20 minutes from Loomis. We also have that in common. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very easy drive. In fact, the car now drives itself. And sometimes I have that feeling of thinking, where am I? Oh, yes. So it's an easy, easy drive. Um, I We landed here because my son, John, my oldest, expressed an interest and it really caught us off guard. Mm. Um, we, did, we were not planning on private school or a boarding school. We had moved from Boston to Connecticut and resided in Glastonbury because of the school system. So when he came to us, we thought, huh, this is unusual. And he had done really well through grade school and all of that. So we thought, let's check it out. He was in particular attracted to the music and the arts here at the school. And that did work out incredibly well for him, but that's what attracted him. And he immediately kind of made some connections and started corresponding. And then his brother, two years later, the thought of Will not going to Loomis was kind of didn't even cross our minds. I mean, we were <laughs> obviously he had to get in. But um, other than that, he just he watched his brother have such a positive experience. They're very different kids with very different interests and paths. But um, they've both had a very positive experience. And it's we feel my husband and I feel very fortunate that um, John wanted to come to Loomis. Excellent. That's what started it all. Thank you, John. <laughs> Tina, would you like to share a little bit about your experience with your children? Hi, my name is Tina Saunders. Um, I am from Chester, Connecticut. Yes, we still commute from Chester, even though it's about 45 minute drive, sometimes longer. Um, but we love it. it. We wouldn't change it for anything. So I have my oldest that went through Loomis graduating 2021 and my youngest will graduate uh, 2024 Melody. And my daughter was, she's very similar to John. She wanted to explore a better education. She wanted more. Mm -hmm. She thought that where she was, she still had a lot more to take, to grow, to, to experience. And she came to us and said, I want to look into private schools. Just like my, just like you, Holly, my husband and I were like, what are you talking about? No way. What, what do you mean? Do you understand? It's a lot harder. So we tried to throw everything at her trying to, because you have to want it. You have to want to be here. You have to, because you know, it's, 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 you know, 
for the better thing, it, it, it's in a lot of ways, it's very different. So I said, you have to study in the summer to pass your test. You have to do this. You have to, you're leaving all your friends. She's like, I it sounds care. like you're trying to talk around. Like, wow. I really was because I yep. wanted to make sure this wasn't just a, oh, let me do this thing and check it out because it's a, it's a lot of commitment. And she said, I'm ready. I'm whatever I have to do to do this. I want to do this. We looked into our surrounding areas because I wanted my kids to be day students. So we looked at, looked at our uh, the possible five schools. And when she walked in here, she felt like home. She's like, this is where I have to be. Though it wasn't our first place to look at. Mm -hmm. It was, I think, our third or fourth. And every place she went, she's like, oh, yeah, this is good. I want to go here. But when she walked into Luma's campus, her face lit up. Like, I can't explain it. I knew this is like the best place for her. And that's before even talking to anyone. It was just, it was very much Lily. So um, she did the work and she, uh, you know, she she got in. So so we're very excited and happy that that happened. So here we are. And was that, um, was it a similar experience for Melody in terms of like, you know, Holly was talking about with Will kind yeah. of, yes, there was only one place and it was going to be, so, you know. That's so funny. So yeah. we did, We obviously we wanted Melody to choose to come here too. We didn't want her to be like, well, just because Lily did it, you have to do it. But I have to say, and I, and I hate saying this, but I did tell her, if you want to go to private school, Loomis is the only school you're going to. <laughs> <laughs> because I, we had experienced it yep. with Lily. Yeah. We we knew what was about. We knew how how it was for her. We saw everything and and I'm very involved in the school system, so I saw a lot of things that you know your kids don't come and tell you about cuz cuz being on campus you you see that. Um so I knew that this though they are night and day kids they're totally different in a lot of their um personalities and everything i also knew that loomis would be a great fit for her even though they're two different kids so i'm sensing kind of two similar themes that we're hearing about so far and i know that this is going to be a little different for ken yes. I, I anticipate but i think two of the themes i'm hearing from the two of you are about first of all that the idea of independent school was in and of itself not something that was on the on the mind right top yeah. of mind it was something that actually came from your children. And we actually have some research that shows that um, nationally that when children come to their parents with the idea of going to a school like this, that parents are more likely to um, to consider it if it's coming from the child right. as opposed to vice versa. You know, if the parent is saying to the child, we want you to go to this type of a school, it's less likely that it actually kind of moves forward. It needs to be the child needs to take kind of uh, ownership of it. It's right. it's the odds are better. And then, of course, the second part being of the family decision, the kind of that, you know, the school so well as parents that then seeing what that it can bring to another child doing it after the first. Whereas, Ken, I know your situation was a little different, right? Because you already knew about Loomis Chafee. Well, I knew about Loomis. I told my parents I wanted to go to Loomis when I was a <laughs> middle schooler. And I was okay. exposed to the school and I had come to the campus and I had come to camp every summer here. And so it was just, it was a done deal for me. Mm -hmm. I watched some sporting events. I had some friends who came here and I had a good neighbor who was a teacher here and I just had to come. So I was one of those students who went to my parents and said, I want to come. So I'm a Loomis Chafee graduate. I graduated in 1993 and um, I raised my children in San Francisco. We were there for 15 years. My wife and I, Mavi, who is Colombian, 
Um, we're there with our oldest daughter, who was a freshman at a day school in San Francisco already. So this was a big transition for us. Our middle one, Catalina, was looking at schools at the time, day schools in San Francisco. And we decided to open up and look at East Coast boarding school, specifically Loomis. Um, I had had a very different experience and the girls were experiencing there. And I just wanted to, to see if they were interested in the opportunities a school like this would afford them. So we looked and it's a little bit of a Pandora's box. Once you open it up, it's really hard to put a school like Loomis Chafee back. And it's not that the schools in San Francisco aren't terrific. They are. Um, but there's just so many more opportunities here for the kids to diversify their experiences for them to pursue their passions. And so they looked and that was it. So mm. we, we were lucky that both girls were accepted into Loomis and we moved from San Francisco, which is such a wonderful city to Connecticut. And now we live in Avon and are raising our children here, all three of them. Isabella is a 2024, she's a junior and she is a chamber singer. She's a CAD designer and an engineer on the robotics team. She pole vaults for the track team, which I never imagined. She's a member of Palante, the Loomis Chafee Latin Affinity Group. Catalina is a soccer player, a lacrosse player. She's a tour guide for your admissions she team, is. which which she just is so joyful about. She's also a member of Palante and she participates in the Pelican Leadership Academy, the PLA. So mm -hmm. they're, they are busy and they have very diverse interests here. So one of the things that you touched upon that I think is is so crucial is this idea of connection and interests and different ways. And Holly, you mentioned it a little bit at the beginning about the, the music and the theater for John and, you know, and how one of the questions that we get a lot, right, is about kind of how do day students connect and how do day families feel connected to the school in the sense of belonging when we know that 70 percent of our students are actually boarding students. And kind of it's a little bit different uh, statistically from when you were here, right? The 70 yes. percent boarding is a little different from the 90s. But I'm wondering if any of you could talk a little bit about that experience that your family has had in terms of being a day family at a boarding school and how the students found their places and continue to find their places, whether it was on the transition in, whether it's grown over time. I think that would be great for families to hear about. I worried a lot about it. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking, this makes no sense. You know, like, he, he, no, and then I realized very quickly, it was part of what made a lot of sense because when you're um, growing up, you know, so the town that we're in is large and you know, lots of people and are lots of different people that you can meet, but now you're coming to a high school that you want to be at that has chosen you um, and you get to specify what it is that makes you excited and what you're passionate about. And you get to meet all these new people from all over the world. Right. And um, so so but I worried that, OK, that seems like a lot. Mm -hmm. And I, what I realized very quickly was from a day student perspective, you kind of have the best of both worlds because mm -hmm. you can dip in and you can dip out. And for my oldest, that really did mean coming home pretty like, you know, he he. he immediately auditioned for shows and did uh, also as a member of the choral singers and the I'm forgetting all the groups, but it was <laughs> he graduated in 21. But, uh, it, you know, he was involved in a lot of different clubs and um, activities. But then he would come home mm -hmm. and he was very much about sort of like centering in. Whereas my youngest, from the time he got here, he's not home until 9, 930. And now it's much later as a senior. Mm -hmm. And so that was just he, you know, um, so you can dip in and dip out. But as far as meeting people and being a part of the um, the activities here, the clubs, you know, activities. Clubs and activities are encouraged. Um, and in fact, it's it's just a part of the culture. Right. So it's not like you can really, you know, you, you sort of, what are you going to, what sport are you going to play? What activity are you going to do? Um, 
And so to me, that was the number one way that that the school very quickly integrated day and boarding students. But then also, I have to say the fact that they can eat here mm-hmm. and not make it a separate sort of, um, the, the, you know, day students are the same as boarders in the cafeteria and all that is huge. Yes. Um, I noticed that immediately. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, you know, it became easier for even John, who gravitated toward home to oh, I'll get dinner tonight because I'm doing this. And then slowly it was, you know, so mm-hmm. it was just natural. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated that there was not distinctions made. Mm-hmm. I think had there had the school made more distinctions, the kids would have made more distinctions. And then we didn't feel that at all. I totally agree with what Holly's saying. Um, it was definitely a concern of mine also. Um, I, I didn't look at it that way. I was thinking, um, okay, majority of the kids are staying here. They're sleeping here. They're everything is here. They're not going home. They're not away. Right. So I was thinking, okay, they're going to have more of a bond together. They're going to connect faster, maybe deeper. So, you know, especially, I don't know, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't say especially, but, but with girls, you know, the clicks and this and that. So I was just, I was concerned. I was really concerned. And, and Lily is, is, um, I can't say she's shy. She's definitely not shy. But she um, kind of sits back and kind of observes, then then joins in instead of just jumping in where Melody was just like, I'm here, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I was concerned with that. But I have to say my concerns were were not, you know, they were it, it wasn't anything for me to worry about. Because once she got here, like Holly said, they are included in everything, everything that the boarders do. Yes. They don't sleep here. And and, and, and um, us being so far away, they both had to take in consideration, okay, when is dad going home from work or when can mom pick me up? So they did have that in the back of their head for us. And I appreciate it. But then I kind of felt guilty because I'm like, oh, you could stay longer. And I did. A lot of times I, I, I was in the car around 10 taking them home because you know, they had events or, or whatever that was going on campus. And I totally encourage, I'm like, you're at a boarding school. I know what I signed up for. So if you got to be here, even though I have to drive a long way, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Don't feel bad for us. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, but it never did they ever feel like, oh, well, because I'm a day student, I can't do this or I can't go to that or or I'm not welcome to this or that, especially more in the past couple of years, I have to say, Mm -hmm. than ever Mm -hmm. before. they, the day students are invited to the class dinners and, and, and everything and mm-hmm. everything. So it's, I think it's wonderful. And, and you're absolutely right, Holly. I think the school makes no difference. It's not like you're wearing a badge. Oh, I'm the day student or I'm the border or whatever. Um, with the technologies of the, the FaceTime, this and that, they're FaceTiming their friends. Both of my girls, majority of their friends are boarders. So they're always talking and, you know, you know, gossiping, mm-hmm. but catching up. Go ahead. I remember. I remember someone asking a question my our first year about the backpacks, and it was you know how you, mm-hmm. you don't know what to worry about, and then yeah. all of a sudden someone says something. Yeah. Like, oh, you know what a backpack? Mm-hmm. Like her her children are going to be different because they're wearing backpacks. <laughs> and, I, and I literally I thought she's you know anyway. And now I have to laugh. I, I was sitting outside here for a little while on the beautiful, beautiful campus on a beautiful day, and thinking there is. There is no difference between no. day and boarding students. They all carry backpacks. <laughs> they most all. Of them do. <laughs> yeah. But, it, but yeah. the distinctions that you think about, um, 
I think are, are just naturally you work through yes. sort of how they feel on in, on campus, whether or not mm-hmm. it feels more like home or it feels mm-hmm. more like school. And I think that changes over time when you're freshman versus a senior. Or, yeah. or like, I've, I, I mean, we're new here, right? You guys have been doing this for over a mm-hmm. hundred and something years. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they figured it out. You know, mm-hmm. I don't need to mm-hmm. worry. Mm-hmm. My daughter has two backpacks. Yeah. <laughs> yes, That's mine. probably the big difference between the borders and the day students is that I got the book bag and then I got the, all the other stuff back that they need until 9 p.m. at night sometimes. So it's a it's a different experience. Well, it does raise, though, I think one of those corollary positive things that we don't talk about very much, um, which is and just speaking as a day parent myself, like. Our students, our children do need to learn how to be independent and plan. And they talk a lot about independence with boarding students, right? Whenever we interview students and they want to go to boarding school because they want to be more independent. And and it does require a certain amount of, okay, logistical planning. And okay, it's supposed to rain later. I got to bring my my sweatshirt because I mean, nobody's ever caught with an umbrella around this campus. But, you know, um, but, but they do have to be able to plan ahead a little bit. Like, when am I going to actually get together with my fellow students to do that group project? Do I have to stay for dinner and then meet during study hall and then get somebody to pick me up later? It's actually, I've found, because all three of my children have graduated now, they are all in college. And for those of you who have kids in college, you know, they already have those skills to be able to do a lot of planning and thinking ahead. And, and, um, of course that's a Loomis experience anyway, right? The plan book, meeting with your advisor, being able to plan ahead in your academic work and all those things. But there's also life skills involved too, that I think sometimes get a little bit of short shrift because people don't think of that as, as day families that you have to worry about that as much or that your children have to think about it. But those are great life skills that they have before they head off to school so um to college so i showed up at a concert once and john was wearing completely like clothes that i didn't recognize he said oh yeah i had to i forgot my my blacks or my whatever you know so um so but yes but i totally agree with you and my it's been a seamless transition from loomis to college Uh, which i I mean, I guess I, you know, you expect a lot of your kids, so I didn't expect something different, but I've been a little surprised mm-hmm. at how seamless. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Yes, yes, yes. My daughter actually said that. She mm-hmm. goes, I know it's because of my Loomis experience is why I'm so well adjusted and that I'm doing as well as I do. I didn't recognize it yep. first, but now that I'm seeing everyone else around me, her friends that are didn't go to mm-hmm. such a school, mm-hmm. um, are really having a hard time. Mm-hmm. And mom, I'm not. Right. I'm like, right. Good. That's very that's so, nice to hear. Yeah. So Ken, speaking from your experience with that in terms of transition, then it was a little bit different for your girls because they were moving. So it's not like, you know, we, we were talking about kind of that our, you know, our children kind of were in their local public school and kind of leaving their friends to go to Loomis. Your girls were in a different situation because they were going to a whole new, whole new school and moving across the country and all that at the same time. And in terms of thinking about their transition to the school and then kind of like how that has happened for them, is there anything in particular that, um, you know, that, that you felt was, um, a challenge or things that went easier than, than expected or anything along those lines. Everything was hard. Okay. Yeah. And that, you know, moving across the country from California to Connecticut for me was easy because this was home. And right. I still have family here and they had family here. So that was great. But having Isabella leave her school and her friends and the city she knew and the place my son was born 
and moving across the country to seasons, you know, to having right. fall and winter and spring and seeing that for the really for the first time to leaving their community, to leaving their friends, their 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 fabric, I think was a was tremendous pressure in, in a lot of ways. And my wife is Colombian, Mavi, and she had a community as well. And so coming back here, what was all that going to be like mm -hmm. for our girls who identify as Latin for all of their activities, their sports teams, their mm -hmm. club teams, there was a lot to transition. So, you know, kind of getting to it, it was, it was hard in many, many respects. I think what, what Loomis does that is, is so great. And one of the things I think you're obviously intimately involved in is that the community here and the kids here are genuinely nice. Mm -hmm. Every time I'm walking around, people say hello, they say hi, they wave. It is an open and accepting and welcoming place, a place that I remember and even more so I think today. And so that made things easy. And then the other question I had was, you know, when I, when I was here, it was a pretty sporty place. Mm -hmm. And, and more so, I think, in, in that was a lot of the focus. There were other things, of course, but it was a pretty sporty place. And so I, I had some concerns coming here. What, you know, it didn't feel like that anymore, but what was it actually going to be like when we arrived? Right. And our kids, my, my girls are very different. Um, they have varied interests. They have varied social circles. What was that going to be like? And it's been terrific. And, and for them to have really found Isabella doing robotics and music and pole vaulting and Catalina being athletics and art and her other interests and tour. I didn't imagine she was going to be a tour guide mm -hmm. and that should be so passionate about it. I just think coming to a place like this, kids find their place and they find their space and, and you do go through some initial friction. There's almost no way around it. And we're here to support them through that in some ways, being a day student and letting them come home at night and have dinner and mm -hmm. vent on the car ride home and listen to them and just support them through it was they, they, it just took a little bit of time, but very, very quickly, they, they found this to be their home. I can't imagine it any other way. And I think taking them out of, out of their day schools in San Francisco and their communities and bringing them, them into this community and for them to have made it their own has made them just really strong mm -hmm. and, and capable. And, and I, and, and I just feel as, as though they are armed for whatever's coming next, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. They are, we can all attest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, so much of what you just said is, is so true that you have to expect in the beginning that there's some there's some hiccups or some mm -hmm. some moments. But I totally agree with you about the I, I, I had a bit of an attitude. I will admit, oh, gracious. How are the people going to be there? I just mm -hmm. I, I, I my parents are public school teachers and I'm very passionate about public school. You know, mm -hmm. My kids going to public school was just that was the only plan there was. So I thought, oh, gosh, I don't know if this is really what I want for my kids. And I have been overwhelmed by how um, positive and kind, to your point, and just excited and passionate about the world that my, my sons and their friends, I've just been so overwhelmed by the sort of joyfulness of the students here. Um, I just went through my first senior night because, of course, for, for John, we had all the pandemic stuff going on, but um, Will's a tennis player and we just had our senior night and you know, to have these kids giving testimonials about your son and just hearing how much they knew him and how, and it was just um, a reminder that it was, it's a nice transition to, to the world, right. Mm -hmm. To go from home to the world mm -hmm. when you have a, a lot of people around you ready to right. rally and, mm -hmm. and who are being themselves and allow you to be yourself. I think it's been such a pleasant surprise when, when I arrived initially, I felt like we were, we were looking at the school from the outside as parents 
and you're trying to get to know the kids and, and coming out of the pandemic, I think there was you know, some reservations about how much you could be involved with the school initially too. And then I got invited to by Coach Ball to come assist with the, the Varsity Boys program and to now walk around campus with my kids, with my girls and waving to the boys and knowing kind of both sides of the school. Now I get a bit of an insider's look at how Loomis operates and what the, what the children are really, now I would say children, the young adults are really like has just been amazing and, and it's been joyous. And I find so much awe in the character and quality and you know community that I see that surround my daughters on a daily basis. And I get to see it from the boy side. I have two girls, so mm -hmm. I do get to see the boy side and you're always kind of wondering what they're gonna be like and they've been amazing. Mm -hmm. and, and even with the administrators that I get to rub shoulders with on the lacrosse field has just been, they've been terrific and they are passionate people who very much want not only the best for the programs and the performance, but for the students, for the kids, they want them to do well. They want to support them. They're looking out for their their health, for their sleep, for their you know well being, for their bodies. I think it's a it's been just such a terrific experience. And so to go from that initial kind of shock of leaving to seeing really how this place operates and how great it's been has been it's just been wonderful. So, so I think you've mentioned you've touched on something, and I wanted to talk a little bit about with you, which is. Um, a little bit about this idea of balance too, right? So when we talk about challenges that um, that students face here, often it's around balance and often it's around kind of how, we, we talk all the time about so many opportunities. You know, Tina, you were mentioning before, you know, there's so many things for people to do and, and and things that we might not have anticipated that um, that students want to, want to, want to try. How is that something that your children have have navigated or addressed while they're here? Has that been a challenge um, for them, for you as a family? Are there other challenges that they've faced, academic or otherwise, um, that they've had to work through? Or And certainly, I, I should state that we are recording this. We've just come off of a couple of years, very difficult and challenging years around COVID, right? And I know that at least um, a few of us experienced that as new families, and that in and of itself was very difficult. Um, but I'm wondering if you might address some of those issues around challenge, balance, you know, healthy, uh, healthy approach to to school um, and how our students are, are addressing that. My uh, girls came from public school to here and there's definitely a huge difference as far as academia and things like that. Yes, Lily, that's what she wanted. That's why she she opted to go to a private school because she wanted to be challenged more. She felt like she wasn't. Um, but it was hard. It was mm -hmm. definitely hard for her because she wasn't used to it a lot um i can't say a lot i don't know the percentage but we have a few number of kids coming from different private schools and things like that i felt like her friends that did weren't as going to use the word stressed out about things as she was but she she had to find the balance like you were saying mm -hmm. because yes you do have to do your sport or, or whatever else lily danced and um and you had to figure out, and then the, the whole 45 to an hour, hour, 20 minutes sometime car ride home, and then dinner, and then work, and then everything else. Yeah, it's a huge thing. But then looking back on it, that's life. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what they're teaching you. You're not just in a corporate world, and then you're in a bubble back to wherever. Or you're not just a college student just doing, there's life happening around you. So they're getting you ready for that. And um, what Lily's feedback was, was 
because we talked about it because that first year year and a half into middle of sophomore year it was she was having a hard time mm-hmm. doing what she was doing but but she needed to give more mm-hmm. so she wasn't getting the straight A's she was used to because now you 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 gotta work to get that right. and they want a lot out of you and I appreciate that and that's what she wanted but she's like wait a minute now hold on now let me figure this out and she did she mm-hmm. figured it out and that's why I think she's a stronger student as a freshman walking into, you know, to great school, university, and and she knows exactly what she needs to do. It's because of Loomis that I think that, you know, she's going to her professors right away. She's going to those offers right away. She's reaching out and saying, hey, I didn't get this. Can, I, can you tell me more about that right away? It's because of Loomis. Loomis taught her that. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, you get in touch with your professor, your your classmates, your whoever resources that you have. Because at Loomis, they give you a lot of resources, and you have to figure it out. And not, not I'm not saying you have to figure it out. They give you tools for you to do that. Right. Right. The, the, support, the support that you need, yeah. to, but without the, you know, the hand holding, there's, yeah. you know, and there's definitely. And they might definitely hold your hand in a minute, yeah. and, then, and that's right. what you need. And then you're like, okay, I got this. Right. As far as it, there's to expand on that, I, I do feel like I have to come back to one note, which is to highlight the English program here. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I feel like it'd be a disservice not to bring that up because as we talk about balance, initially, the English department is a challenge, right? The freshman year, that that transition to this high level of and quality of writing that they do, even the, the, the strength of the grammar that you think that you would get in middle school, we're reinforcing it here. Getting through that sophomore writing workshop, the I, I think back to the days where my girls would come and ask me questions. And now the writing is so far beyond, I think, what I can contribute to what they do that it's just an extraordinary thing to watch and read their work now. And so when you think about balance, that difficult piece initially becoming easy and second nature that that the school and the administrators do so well here, the English program, I just applaud what they are doing for our kids for for life skills. Um, as far as asking my daughters about what, what's challenging, I think they would, if they had a word of advice, and Catalina mentioned this, and I think it was very spot on. She says, there's there's this risk at Loomis because there's so much to offer to take on a lot. Mm-hmm. And she says, as you grow at the school, you realize that there is a risk of spreading too thin. And her comment is, it's better to spend more time on fewer things than less time on many things. Mm-hmm. And she says, as you grow at Loomis, you realize kind of where your passions are, where where your competencies are, and you spend more energy in those areas and you do them really, really well. And so that's been her word of advice as she thinks about people coming into this community, you know, try everything initially, but recognize at some point you do need to specialize and find your strengths and, and focus your energies on them. Definitely. For my boys, um, both of them actually, the, the balance had a, they, that they had to strike had to do with the opportunities that were um, around them and their own individual ability to kind of consume them and, and be healthy and be happy and all of, mm-hmm. and they, they did it very differently. Um, I can remember very clearly a car ride with a bunch of my, of John's friends, sophomore year, he was a sophomore and his friends were older, like one year, junior year, and they were all talking about college. 
And I was sort of like taken aback because I thought he's a sophomore. Why are we talking? So later that night, I just mentioned and he said, oh, mom, everyone talks about college a lot. And I said, well, are you interested in thinking about college? He said, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) And so we talked about it. And I get my advice was then don't. Like right. be, be kind, be patient with people, but you know what? You don't need to think, you know? Mm. And so we, and that was his process. Mm-hmm. And he, through the pandemic and into, he was not college focused. He knew he was, he anticipated going, mm-hmm. but he was not, this was not all for that. Right. This was very much about what he was going to experience. And I think that really worked well for him. Mm-hmm. For him. Um, and so the, ba- that balance, he, we had to kind of acknowledge it and mm-hmm. strike it. And, you know, mm-hmm. that he's a very strong student, but that, this he was here mm-hmm. and he was experiencing things for for will i remember he's just a very nat he's natural academically he's natural with sports and he tried out for a team and it was just happened to be a very strong year and the coach pulled him aside and said any other year you would have made this team but we have too many people and i'm so sorry but you please come out for it again next year and i remember him coming home and he kind of he didn't seem crushed but i was kind of crushed mm-hmm. and he went out for the debate team and ended up doing amazing things in debate and and qualifying, you know, high ranking in states and going mm-hmm. on the Coolidge Cup. So that became something that he had to kind of, you know, balance his own sort of, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought we thought you'd make that easily kind of right, thing, right, you know, or right, just sort of. Right. So, um, so I think that's what I've noticed is it allowed them to sort of to sort of look around them and see how other people were doing it and then to take stock and say, Okay, what's my balance? Like, what works right. for me? I was just gonna say, I love that. I love that. That's those are two, like, two very Loomis experiences, right? One is about kind of the support, also that John didn't feel like he had to talk about something to be around all of the, that because the peer group was kind of making right. him do that. He right. could no. he could listen to his own yeah. compass and be his own person, right, yeah. within kind of that peer group, and it was fine. Absolutely. And and on the other side, you know, for Will to say. I think I'm going to go out for the debate team. And all of his friends weren't like, why would you do that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Yes. That there's yeah. this kind of like, and that goes back to what we were talking about before, just about the the community and the fact that it is a place where you can try things and you can be yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's not something where you have to be, have the pressure to be something that you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, that was definitely the experience for my girls as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll never forget Will's advisor in two different, I've been very impressed with the advisors Mm -hmm. here. And I will say just straight out for anyone listening, there's a natural tendency to think, oh, how do they match my kid with an advisor (laughs) or trying to find the, and the truth is, is I don't, both of my children had very different advisors and very different experiences and they were both great for them. Mm -hmm. And I don't actually think it was um, a matching thing or it was, Mm -hmm. it was like just people have different things to offer. Right. But with Will's advisor on two different meetings, his sophomore and junior, I think talked to me about sleep. And I remember thinking, oh, my goodness, like, you know, it, and I know it was a topic on campus yeah. that was being discussed, but Will is a lot of activities and he's and Will's a very he studies very hard. He's very passionate about his academics. And I think his advisor had the impression, which was probably true, that he was probably going to bed too late. And I, I was long asleep as long as he was yeah. home. You yeah. know? <laughs> so I remember us trying to talk talk through it. And I was, it was just interesting to me that he had picked up on that. Yes. And yet he was, what well, was coming home to me. Right. You know? Right. So, but right. it was like, you know, it's, yeah. it's important. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. It goes back to the balance piece, yeah. right? Mm. We are thankful for late start Thursdays. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Everyone, yes. including the 9 parents. And, start. For, That's and right. for not having Saturday That's classes right. anymore. Oh, yes. 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 And even only having four classes a day. I mean, yeah. you know, 
remembering back when we had whatever, an eight class cycle, you know, the pace of the day was just so much faster. And right. not that it's not still, uh, there's a lot that goes on in any given day, but even the fact that it's not always four classes where you have four academic courses right. and it's also just a longer amount of time, fewer preps each night. Like it just, it's, it's given, um, it really has helped, I think, a lot with just that sense of, again, that sense of balance. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted to say what Ken already said about the niceness. And it's not just the kids are nice to the parents that walk through or the faculty and all of that. I remember, I remember Lily's freshman year. She's like, Mom, the seniors were holding the door for me. Like, isn't that cool? You know, like she it's just. And I've heard this from other parents from different schools that we apparently have a reputation of being the, the nice school, but the kids are just nice kids. And, 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 and I didn't know that, but I definitely saw it. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely, and I so appreciate that. And she felt welcomed and being, you know, a new student and, you know, it wasn't like your typical, like I went to public school. It's like, you know, you're scared of the seniors mm -hmm. or what are they going to do? Mm -hmm. There's none of that here. There's mm -hmm. none of that here. Mm -hmm. Everyone's, I feel like willing to help out. And, 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 and I'm not just saying that I, I really, I've seen it. I've mm -hmm. seen it. I've heard about it through my kids and, um, and they've experienced it and I've experienced it. So I just wanted to talk about say something about that. Yeah. You know, one of the great things about talking with the three of you is that you've each had an opportunity within each of your kind of relationships and roles to, with the school to kind of see Loomis in an informal way, not just a formal way. Right. So yeah. not just on family weekend, right. but especially as day parents, you know, you're, you're sitting in the parking lot waiting for your waiting to pick up your kids and you're seeing how students are interacting when they're coming out of Olcott gym when they're coming out of the NEO for rehearsal, you're, you're able to see on the field how the students are interacting with each other when you're helping out. You know, there's lots of different, you know, in the dining hall, when you're working a table for something, you're seeing how students are interacting in an informal way. And to still feel the way that you do, I think says a lot. Yeah, right. <laughs> so right. I, I had a, so I, and I have to make at some point, maybe the last question, a plug for the LCPA, because to get involved at Loomis is yes. a really easy thing to do. Yep. And it is as little or as much as you want. T Tina and I are both very involved and um, there's lots of recruitment opportunities. <laughs> as we, um, but it's... <laughs> Holly just pointed to Ken. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think you're absolutely, absolutely right that there's um, watching things in an informal way. It's there, there's that feeling when you go to your child's school, no matter what it is, whether it's elementary school, middle school or high school, that, OK, this is my chance to be in the space. And that very quickly goes here because it's it's just you're just at on the island. You know, it's not that you have to make the most of that moment. I was sitting out there for about an hour and I can't tell you the kids that waved at me. And I was thinking that's sitting so outside of our, yes. our building. Yeah. Waving. yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, hi, Mrs. Howley. Hi. Yeah. You know, yeah. and again, this comes from teams. This comes from yeah. informal, not, you mm -hmm. know, just knowing, um, recognizing me that right. I'm Will's mom or, right. you know, right. so it, it, and teachers as well. Yep. So it's just a very welcoming atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We are lucky, I think, as day parents that there are so many events at Loomis that are late in the evening. So this is the pro and con of being a day student parent is that be prepared to be here late at night for your kids to, because it happens so often, whether it's the weekend or during the week that, and, and it's something to be mindful of, but 
when they come out of the events and you see their expressions, you hear it fresh on in, in the story, you hear their commentary. It really, you know, it really gives you an insight in what their experience is like. Whereas I think if I heard it the next day or a couple of days later, it wouldn't, I wouldn't get the full gist of what's going on. And it, it's been amazing to, 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 to see how happy the girls are after these events, how enthusiastic they are after, you know, whether it's some kind of lawn bowling event or it's a sporting event at night or it's a lip sync battle, you know, there's something going on that you get a sense for as a parent what the experience they're having is like. And it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, you know, I, I relish in it when I have the opportunity yeah. to pick them up late at night, mm -hmm. even though it's late at night. Yeah. <laughs> I agree, I agree. Love that ride home, Melody's driving now, so I don't get the ride to and from anymore yeah. but that was a solid 45 50 minutes of what's going on and oh mom did you know that this happened or that happened or or this is what this teacher said or that student said or, or i got this opportunity to do this or that and and i cherish those now mm -hmm. that i'm not driving and she drives herself i'm like Hmm. I, I, I mm -hmm. Those in the moment yeah. Yeah, experiences. Yeah. I know I miss the drives home too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I drive home from Loomis still every day, but it's, it's a little sadder <laughs> without by my, yourself now. Without, yeah, by myself. Took a little while to adjust <laughs> crying on the way Aww. there and back. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay. So last but not least, I, I know we've touched on a couple of things about kind of um, advice, but I'm wondering if there's anything in particular that we haven't touched on that you'd like to share with the listeners, either from the aspect of, okay, you know, day student life, day parent life at Loomis, or just generally about uh, being a family at a, at a school like Loomis Chafee. I have two that come to mind that I thought about in advance of, of our conversation here. One is that it's an amazing thing to be in Windsor, Connecticut, around Hartford, coming to a school like this. And I say the word amazing too, too often, but it is impressive that you can be here locally and have such a diverse community of students from all of, whether it's all walks of life, all over the United States, all over the world. It's just incredible that we're here in Windsor, Connecticut as day parents with an international community with so much perspective and diversity um, right here with our children. So I, I, do wanna, I do wanna highlight that as something that we're all aware of, but, but to see it on a day-to-day -day basis is, is so impressive. And the second thing is in from, from me as a parent or for, from my wife, Mavi, that keep a positive outlook, mm -hmm. you know, everything seems to work itself out here. And the, the girls and the, the kids here are building tools and resiliency and independence that's going to serve them through life. And I think there's going to be some bumpy moments, whether it's transitioning in or during school or trying to figure out how to advocate for yourself or mm -hmm. talk to an advisor or a dean. And we try to help them through that, but they figure it out. Mm -hmm. And and in a school like this, they become advocates for themselves. So stay positive. I think, I think that's our job as parents through the process of admissions and through the process of being a parent here. And those are my two pieces. Excellent. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Awesome advice. I would just say the biggest thing I've learned is it's their journey, mm. which is kind of an obvious statement, but it took me a while. Mm. I loved my high school experience and I had moments of thinking, this isn't like my high school experience. Mm. You know, yeah. this is very different. And um, I, you know, that even my mother who's trying to come for activities around graduation, I, you know, I'm trying to clue her in and I'm like, mom, it's, it's just like, there's a lot of little things and come or don't, or like, it's not, you don't have to think of it as it, you know, it's, it's more informal, mm -hmm. but it's very rich and, and, um, in depth. Mm -hmm. And so, and I think, um, 
uh, so it's their journey. It's, it's, it's meant for them. And, um, the high moments and the low moments are theirs. And, you know, I've felt along for the ride, but I haven't um, needed to or been affected as deeply. It, it felt it felt in a lot of ways like I was able to just sort of say, OK, this is your grand transition into the world and I'm going to be here at night to pick you up and make dinner some nights. But really, how, this can be what you want it to be. And I and I would just say we've touched on it, but this is definitely not a place for people for kids that you have to talk into applying. No. Like be, and, I, and it's not to say that maybe you don't, some people have to push kids. I get that. But um, it's just not that way. Like you, you, I would say every child I've, every person that I've encountered wants to be here. Yes. And I think that's really important because um, obviously every place has its ups and downs and challenges and high school is high school. But um, it has been their journey for both of my boys. And it's been a really positive experience. Um, secondly, I have to say, so the Loomis Chafee Parent Association is the um, LCPA. Yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I did not anticipate being involved heavily. Um, I had done a lot of volunteering in elementary school and then left it during middle school. But I was feeling very um, separated, like what just happened? My kids are now in the school. And so I just made some quick little inquiries, of, you know, as the emails would come home and things. And um, I found a community of people that I really grew to enjoy and it allowed me involvement in the LCPA. It allowed um, my husband and I, we've been the co-presidents for a couple of years, um, to really see Loomis in a different light. Yeah. And um, it's not been a heavy lift. Um, uh, that's different for Tina, who chaired the Winterfest. <laughs> that's a heavy lift. <laughs> the Winterfest is a heavy lift. No, yep. but, the, but there's opportunities to get involved. So you yep. don't have to feel as a day parent and as a boarding parent, like you've handed over your children and that's that's it. So if you want to be involved, there are lots of ways mm -hmm. and, uh, to be involved. Especially now that we do Zoom things, um, we, we have a few, I know of one, maybe there's more, uh, LCPA um, chair people that are from California. Lots and, more for next year. Yeah, yep. and... Yep. And I guess more mm -hmm. for next year that yep. they're obviously not on campus, but they are chairing position from afar. So, mm -hmm. so that's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Get involved with the LCPA. Yeah. All right. Great. So what I wanted, my advice is, I think as parents, we all have like, okay, this is how it's going to be. And this is how it's going to go. My advice is trust the process. Trust that it will be like Holly said, their journey and how it's going to go. Trust that the people that are here that are running the programs, whether it's the admission or or even the English department, just know that they know what they're doing. There's a method to the madness. There's a method. Yep. There's definitely yep. a method, and there's a lot of a lot of people there for support. I know they have you as the parent, and you know your kid the best out of everyone, but just know you have support even as the parent to talk to their um, um, advisors, advisors mm -hmm. or or whoever that you feel like you want to, you know, so for instance, Melody was having a hard time with something, just shot an email to the advisor, hey, can you do mind checking in on her later today because of this or that? And they get back to you right away, you know, Yes, no problem. So it's just trust the process. They've done it long enough. They know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. so. Excellent. Thank you. Well, I think one of the things that we definitely all touched on today is that the experience of being parents at Loomis is, is in many ways a universal experience. I mean, we all have our own unique 
you know, students, they all have their own unique interests. They all have their own unique experiences. And we as families have unique experiences, but there's a lot of similarities across. And whether or not you're a day family or a boarding family, you're, we're, we're all Loomis families. And the experience that we all have is, is very similar in that regard. So, um, so while this is focused on the day parent experience, it's really, I, one of the things I've loved about this conversation is it really hasn't been about that in many ways, right? It's right. been about being a Loomis, part of Loomis, a Loomis yeah. family, part of the Loomis family. So, so thank you so much for taking the time to come in today. Thank we are you. fortunate that you are day families and you could come here physically. <laughs> it's been great to hear about your journeys so far. And, um, you know, maybe we'll do it again in, in a year or two and check back in and see, see how it's been going. So, but this has uh, been a great conversation. So thank you again, Holly, Tina and Ken. This is Amy Thompson. This has been Genuine Admissions. Thank you for listening.